Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got a boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, the tropics have been the story for the last, gosh, couple weeks, couple months. And it seemed like earlier in the week that, hey, maybe we had finally tapped out. Maybe this was going to be the end of the 2020 tropical season. Nope. But it's not. The Greek alphabet still has places to go, so the tropics are not giving up. Correct. And we're not talking about any official name storms right now. However, this morning, our friends at the National Hurricane Center in Miami have issued an outlook on Disturbance 1, a 10% chance of cyclone formation in 48 hours. Currently, a trough of low pressure is producing disorganized showers. So what's the difference between an organized shower and a disorganized shower? Is an organized shower um, like a super spreader event and a disorganized one is like five or six people get together? Yeah. Okay. I think that sounds good. To- that makes sense. Totally tying in two different things, but <laughs> I read way I too many. It works. <laughs> I read too many stories today about people throwing proms and stuff and not requiring masks. I'm just like, oh gosh, here we go. Anyways. Ten percent yeah, chance. Never gonna end. No, ten percent chance of formation through forty-eight hours. This wave will get basically nudged out to sea by the cold front that is currently traversing the United States, which brought snow to uh, my family in Lower Michigan this morning, which was really cool to see pictures. Very jealous of that. However, it will have a second opportunity to develop characteristics if it becomes separated from the front and meanders over the central Atlantic. So there is a slight chance that we could be looking at the next name storm, which would be kind of cool. Yeah. Keep it going. You know, yeah, like, we, we should. still have over a month left of 2020. Like keep banging them out and keeping them out overseas. <laughs> Absolutely. We need to make sure that this keeps happening because we really don't want this storm to end the storm season to end. Exactly. And at this rate, it might just keep on going until the next hurricane season starts. Right, because I'm really hoping for Tropical Storm or Hurricane Kappa. Yeah. Insert so many sorority jokes. <laughs> so many sorority jokes. Anyways. So many. Uh, that's what we got going on in the tropics. So, again, not a whole lot. Um, Iota came and went. Impressive storm. No doubt about it. Did a lot of damage in Central America. Uh, the video coming out of there is heartbreaking. And again, yes. two Cat 5 or, you know, two high-end Cat 4s in the same area. What, 15 miles apart, Bonnie, is what we ended up figuring out what it was. Yeah, which, in you know, the scale of a hurricane, 15 miles is not much. <clears throat> right. And that's just, that's where the eye came across. So, I mean, it's basically right. overlapping the entire area, so... the video coming out though is super super sad i mean water up to the rooftops and just so sad yeah again 15 miles um alex walls from the weather channel had tweeted this out and we retweeted it last week um but still pretty impressive pretty impressive i will say though my favorite video and we did retweet this on our page at weather podcast was the hurricane hunter so when you cross paths with your coworkers, but it's a busy monday so you have no time for chit chat 
and literally they're flying opposite directions of another C-130, and that was pretty awesome. So that was cool. That was cool. Not going to lie. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah, hurricane hunters have been busy. They have been. They have been. So now we wait on that, see what happens with possible Kappa, but again, we're just going to wait. Just going to wait because we're not sure. Now, back here over... The continental U.S., like I said, we got a nice little cold front traversing the country. Brought snow to the Great Lakes this morning. Uh, temperatures have dropped somewhat considerably in the south as this thing has made its way through. Uh, rain showers, not a whole lot to talk about storm-wise either, which is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, uh, nothing's really going on. I mean, there's still fires burning. We had some fires, but yeah, like it just nothing... Nothing's happening. Yeah, it's kind of slow, and that's okay. We don't mind yeah. that. Don't mind that. Yeah. But we will start to ramp things up a little bit, thunderstorm-wise, as we get into Tuesday. And as we talked about before we start taping, the entire state of Arkansas is under a marginal risk for thunderstorms, but that also exists through portions of Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Louisiana, Mississippi, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, and parts of southern Illinois. So... That's good. We might have actually something to talk about. Yeah. And, you know, that's two days out. So who knows? We might wake up tomorrow. We might have some slight mixed up in there. So fingers crossed because Oklahoma <laughs> has not had much storm action in a long time, unless you count the thunderstorm action while it was, you know, ice storming. But as far as like thunderstorm, thunderstorms, we just haven't had anything. I'm like bummed. That's true. But you also have to remember. Um, you got two for the price of one. You had an ice storm with thunderstorms. That or... is a good point. And it's so crazy to be talking about this ice storm we had a few weeks ago. Meanwhile, it's been like in the 60s and 70s since then. Right. Except for like today and yesterday, it's gotten cold. But it's just so weird to talk about how we just had an ice storm, but then it's been comfortable temperatures since then for the most part. Well, it is It is strange. Um you know, out here in Oregon, we're sitting in an inversion. It's 37 degrees. It's foggy. However, temperatures, you know, up above 1,000 feet are warming into the 50s, 60s. And even some places down south are into the 70s. So, it's terrible. It's fake cold. It can't do anything. It can't bring snow. So, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that this is one of the little microclimates of the Pacific Northwest, and it happens a lot of places where you have deep valleys. You get stuck in an inversion, and it will take a, you know, wave of energy or, a, you know, incoming system to get some wind to stir it out. But it is quite hilarious to just wait and see what happens with the fake cold. So, I'm just really I bummed that. that we can't get it's any like snow. It's like useless cold. It's it like, is. Come on, if you're going to be cold, do something. Exactly. I want snow. I want ice. I want something. Um, but if it's going to be cold, like at least be clear and cold, not stuck in this gray, foggy, you know, crap that we have. It's just, it's not fun. It yeah. is not fun. But that's just what it is. Anyways, um, so it's very slow weather-wise. So let's take a look at an interesting little fact that I discovered as we were getting ready to do the show. So, of course, our friends our friends at the Severe Prediction Center, Storm Prediction, Severe Prediction. God, Bobby, come on. <laughs> Get together. It's Sunday. I'm about to start my peak for Amazon, so I'm a little tired. Anyways, the Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma, are the ones that issue the Severe Thunderstorm Watch outlines, right? So these are areas that we know 
conditions could be favorable in a certain time frame. So they're going to go ahead and issue the watch box, right? Right. Every state in the United States, with the exception of three in the continental U.S., the lower 48, have had a severe thunderstorm watch issued in the calendar year of 2020. So I was like, okay, interesting. All right, let's take a look. Obviously, we know places like Tornado Alley, the Plains, the Midwest, they're going to see them. However, I found it very interesting that the states of California, Nevada, and Arizona have had no watches issued, severe thunderstorm advance watches issued in the calendar year of 2020. That is crazy. And like we were talking, like there's been storms in those areas and even tornadoes. Right. So, again, small tornadoes. I think the highest one in Phoenix was um, an EF1, maybe an EF2. But, again, pop-up thunderstorms can easily put down a tornado. We know this. Yes. Just not in organized. There have been no areas that are significantly <clears throat> forecast-wise to issue a watch box. So, California, again has had tornadoes and severe thunderstorms. We saw it during the summer, right? We talked about the one over uh, Mount Shasta. That was really impressive. Got some great video. One of those like isolated supercells that you would see over the plains, but it was great to see, you know, over Northern California and people took pictures and videos and it was beautiful. And again, we talked about tornadoes in Phoenix. We've had tornadoes in Nevada, but with no severe thunderstorm watches issued, I just thought it was an interesting little tidbit so far that things happen. You would think states maybe like Maine would not have them. Maine's had a bunch. Upstate New York have had a bunch. Pennsylvania, a bunch. New Jersey, the entire state's blue. Um, they're the only state that I can find. No, there's other states. Um, so complete coverage with thunderstorm watches. I want to say it looks like Pennsylvania, New Jersey, I'm going to say oh, Pennsylvania's blue. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. Recount. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, I believe. Uh, that's Iowa, Missouri. Arkansas hasn't had Illinois hasn't had uh, Indiana has completely covered. Ohio is completely covered. Tennessee looks like it's completely covered. Alabama is completely covered. Every other state has had at least one. But not a whole lot. Florida, which is a hotbed for thunderstorms, hasn't had a whole lot of severe thunderstorm watches issued in advance this year. So I did find that to be very interesting, especially the pan, not the panhandle, but the actual, like, you know, extension out into the ocean. The uvula. <clears throat> the actual yes. uvula. Yes, that thing. <laughs> yeah, it's true because, you know, land and sea breeze action, which they get a lot of that really, right. like, sparks thunderstorm regularly so you would think and they haven't really been hit directly by a lot of hurricanes have they no i mean uh the panhandle has and areas near the panhandle have received that but yeah nothing with advanced watches and warnings obviously we know they've had severe thunderstorm warnings we know they've had severe thunderstorm you know come through and even just the pop-up daily thunderstorms they get can go severe but when we're talking about the watch box the forward issuance of you know 24 hours, 12 hours saying, hey, this stuff, you know, conditions look very favorable to have a severe thunderstorm outbreak or severe thunderstorm line come through. We're going to go ahead and issue the watch box now. You know, the lower part of Florida hasn't seen a whole lot of that. So, again, I think that's more of just, you know, the storms that they do pop up are daily 
I don't know if people are used to it, but, you know, maybe they're not as strong as a true severe thunderstorm, but we'll see. But I just thought yeah. it was very interesting that, again, California, Nevada, and Arizona have not had a severe thunderstorm watch issued in 2020. That is really crazy. I mean, there's still time. <laughs> there is still time. Absolutely, there's still time. And now that you've said something on the podcast, it's probably going to happen, so. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. <clears throat> we shall see. Oh, man. But, all right, real quick, while we get into this, let's talk about, hey, go Ducks. University of Oregon's up to number nine in the AP press, in the AP poll. Oh, snap. Hey, yeah. uh, speaking of thunderstorms. Yes. Thunder traded Stephen Adams. And, oh, uh, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I know that that breaks your heart. It really does. It could be worse. Could be worse. All our dudes are leaving, you know, Serge Ibaka and Westbrook. Speaking of Serge Ibaka, you want to know how crazy free agency and NBA has been? So one of the radio stations I used to work for, I won't name it. I'm still friends with a lot of people that work there. And I'm a weather nerd. I'm an aviation nerd. And I still talk to a lot of these people. I got a text message from one of my friends. He's like, hey. I know you have a pro account with Flight Tracker. I was like, or Flight Aware. I was like, yeah, I do. I'm an aviation geek. I like to, you know, follow airplanes and listen to air traffic control, all that fun stuff. He's like, can you find out the tail number of a plane that's going from Palm Beach to Portland? I was like, yeah, not a problem. Totally, you can do that. He goes, I need to see if Serge Ibaka's on it. It's like, what? He's like, yeah, Serge just tweeted out this video saying I'm headed somewhere and I want to. Find you know I'm headed somewhere to talk to a team, so it just happened to capture the tail number of the plane. Now you can't necessarily track a flight by a tail number because sometimes the company will block it for security purposes. Yeah, but we're like, okay, well we know the route, we know the company, so now we just need to see if we can find the, the actual tail number because if that's the plane it's on, then Serge Ibaka is traveling to Portland. So I reached out. You know, I went on my pro account, still, for some reason, wasn't able to get the actual tail number of the plane that we were, in theory, tracking. Reached out to my other friends in aviation, like, yeah, we can't get that info. So, <laughs> everybody's like, oh my gosh, is Serge Ibaka coming to Portland? Well, Serge Ibaka announced today that I believe he's going to the uh, the New Jersey Nets or the Brooklyn Nets. Oh. So, yeah. Well, that's fine. All you right. do you, Serge. We'll just be over here. With nobody, because we also lost Chris Paul. We have nobody. All right. I'm sorry. We have nobody. But you also haven't had Serge Ibaka for a hot minute, so. That's true. And all, the fans, been, and all, and all the fans in Toronto are pissed off, so that's okay. Well, and I think that Westbrook and Harden are trying to get out of Houston, which is They crazy. are. They are. Why can't Westbrook come back here? Because they, really they would have to pay, they would have to pay them. They would have to pay them. Hey, you guys got Trevor Ariza and no, Delon, no, no, right? Not them. I don't want Harden. Harden can suck it. I just want West. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Now I will say this: you still do have Chris Paul for right now, but you did just pick up Trevor Ariza. And DeLon Wright in a a three-team trade with the Detroit Pistons. So. Yeah. 
I mean, I know we like trade people for draft picks and blah. And I, I'll tell you, I don't really understand all of it, but I right. do understand what trade somebody means. And I know that means they're leaving. So, you know, at least I get some of those basics, but I don't know. It just feels like every year we just like revamp the whole team. Right. And you do have some, you do have some new players. I will say this. You go to, uh, is it, you know, thunder.com, whatever it is. You have a guy on your team named Admiral. That's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Admiral Schofield. <laughs> and then you got Vincent Poirier. He's good. You got uh, James Johnson is really good. And then you got two guys that I can't pronounce their names. So I'm not going to try. So. Well, we'll see. You know, I think we're just trying to get the combination of players. And I think sometimes the mindset is let's just get all brand new guys and just right. see what kind of magic happens. And I mean, it makes sense. It's fine. Yeah, no. And I mean, you guys even got the, the draft rights to a guy that's not going to play in the NBA for a while. So, Well, we are planning for the future. <laughs> yeah, you're doing something. Has anybody heard from Durant? Like, what's going on with that guy? I don't know. But hey, at least James Johnson's got more neck tattoos, so that's good. I mean, he'll fit totally in an Oklahoma City. What does and, that mean? And he looks like he's 70. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I just wonder if Westbrook, not Westbrook, if Durant knew that when he screwed over Oklahoma City and went to Golden State, that he would eventually tear his ACL or whatever he did and then become irrelevant. <laughs> I, that's a that's a really good question. I don't know. Because imagine if he had just stayed here and not been a jerk one, then he'd probably still be doing fine. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, I'm sure he could have possibly been traded by now, but I'm just saying he probably wouldn't have tore up his stuff and uh, been forgotten. Well, you know, it's. Yeah, went to Golden State and then obviously went to New Jersey, had the foot issue and has not really played for them much. But eh, we'll see what happens. See yeah, mm, sucks to be him. Yeah, it does. All right. But let's keep the – we'll stay on the sports role because that's what we're doing. Um, like I said, my Oregon Ducks are up to number nine in the AP College Bowl, which is great, up two spots from number 11. After defeating UCLA in a nail-biter of a game, that shouldn't have been that close. But our combined Oklahoma Sooners moved up four spots and now sit at number 14 after taking Bedlam yesterday and beating Oklahoma State. Beating them, like, into the ground, like, like destroy. Mm-hmm. What was the score? Forty-five uh, to thirteen. I will tell you. I will tell you what it was. And half of those points were earned in the first quarter. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Forty-one thirteen. Forty-one thirteen. Mm-hmm. Dang. By the way, not to get off on a tangent here with Oklahoma, but I'm going to. Do it. So the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, is a fantastic radio guy. If you hear any calls like on Sports Center or other things, chances are you're going to hear Toby Rowland's call. Well. <laughs> the fine folks at the Oklahoma Sports Network have a live streaming video set up in the play-by-play booth so you can watch all the guys call the games live. You don't see any action on the field. It's just a static camera, and you're watching Toby call the game. He's got a stat guy there. He's got his eight other analysts with him. It's fantastic to watch. So it's always cool to at least you know have the game on TV and then be able to watch your radio broadcasters call the game. So... That is something that's kind of cool. So I watched it for a little bit last night. That was fun. I think there's been some good clips of him, like when certain touchdowns and plays happen oh, yeah. and you just see like the whole box freak out. Like, oh, yeah. Like, there's some classic 
gifs and films out there of that. Like when they beat Texas this year in Red River? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hitch the wagon or whatever it was, or unhitch the wagon? Yeah. <laughs> your phone we cut out. What was that? Hold yeah, I got a female driver. Yeah, so your phone cut out when you were saying that. So go and repeat that. Oh, so the Sooner Schooner, which did not tip over, so right. yay, now has a female driver. Which is awesome. First time ever in history. She was nailing it, too. Yeah. She was like, watch this. Um, I believe they go by the name of Little Sis, right? I think so. Yeah. So the first female driver of the Sooner Schooner. Let's see if we can find out any more of that. And if you notice that the horse's hooves were painted. Yes. A very nice red, shiny, crimson color. Look good. I did notice that. I did notice that. All right. Her name is Darby Dean. She becomes the first female or first woman to drive the Sooner Schooner. Um, first of all, in the Sooner Schooner, the Sooner Schooner has been a part of the OU tradition since 1964. First driver, she looked like she kicked butt at it. Um, everybody's super happy. Holly Rowe got an interview with her, so that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, she was like wearing a cute little black dress, and she had her cowboy boots on, and she was like, "Yeah, it was good." Yeah, no, she looked real cute. Uh, she was wearing a crimson color dress. Oh, was it crimson? Yeah. Because I think you kind of have to wear crimson and cream, right? Yeah, that's probably a requirement. I mean, the <laughs> horse's hooves were red and they're white. So, I mean, it makes sense. Right. So the most indescribable experience ever, she told ESPN's Holly Rowe, I wish I had words to answer the question, but I don't. It's just a once in a lifetime opportunity. And at Bedlam. Like, she really got like. Oh, yeah. The sweet end of the deal there. So The Oklahoma newspaper wrote a big feature on it so headline news what happens if those horses poop on the field they cleaned it up (laughs) that's pretty much it (laughs) could you imagine though if you like fell in that like got tackled in that even after it's cleaned up like there's still got to be some like i'm sure i'm sure there's some residue yeah But you also got to remember, you're playing on grass, and guys spit all the time, and there's other fluids and other stuff like that, so. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you Those are, are welcome. gross. <laughs> yes, yes, we, well, professional sports is gross, but yes. It is, it's gross. But you so, know what? We live for it. Right. So again, congrats to Darby Dean. Uh, trend setting in 2020, a good thing, long overdue. So shout out to her. That's pretty awesome. And uh, shout out to the Sooners who took care of business finally. So uh, we will see. They are still alive in the hunt for the Big 12 championship. So we shall see what happens as we go forward. I will say this. It's very annoying that the Pac-12 and the, <clears throat> excuse me, and the Big 10 starts so late because they have not played a whole lot of games. Like Oregon is now 3-0. and Yay, go Ducks. 11, you know, number nine in the polls. Awesome. But we are only going to play six games, maybe seven, and then go to a bowl game. So it's like, eh, I, I feel cheated. So um, I'm going to blame coronavirus for cheating me out of something I enjoy in life, that being college football. So coronavirus, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> hey, it will all go back to normal eventually. We, you know, I hope we so. Say, we all just got to do our part. But you're right. Coronavirus can suck it. It's ruined a lot of things. It has. Many, many things. All right. What do you guys have coming up forecast-wise for Oklahoma City? Uh, you know, nothing really other than Tuesday. That's our big 
story. We're waiting to see what happens there. But other than that, comfortable. High 60s, low 70s. Thanksgiving is supposed to be really nice. So that will be good because I think a lot of people are trying to like do an outdoor Thanksgiving so they can spread out a little bit more and that kind of thing. So it'll be nice to have decent weather around here for that. Well, that will be nice. Uh, we are limited to six people per household for Thanksgiving. I have to work. So How are they going to enforce that? Well, apparently our governor said that she's going to reach out to the Oregon State Police to do that. Yeah. Thing you tweeted and po- or posted on Instagram was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> the dress that matched the carpet. Right. <laughs> when the police show up, there's there's a woman. Uh, I will retweet it on Weather Podcast. I'll put it up this afternoon. But um, yeah. So we, you know, we're kind of handily mocking it that she's going to try and have the police be able to do that. Um, I don't see that happening. And I mean, I get where like the idea comes from, like trying to limit gatherings. That's always been the goal since right. day one. It's just like you're really going to have like cops go door to door. That just seems really not even like logistically possible. It's not. And what your neighbors going to snitch on you? Right. Like, like they had four cars out front and I saw two people get out of every car. You better go check out. Like, you know, like, what are you talking about? Like, there's just no. Right. Because then you're going to fire back. Well, you know, what? I know those guys are meth dealer, so. Right. Like it's, I mean, I get where like the thought process is. It's sure. just not really feasible. It is. You're, you're totally right. So, you know, it'll be interesting. I unfortunately have to work on Thursday, so we will see uh, how the rest of the celebration goes with the family. But I'm just, I'm really bummed because you know what? People want to be together. And again, I get it. Most of the issues with these things causing, you know, outbreaks. Again, I understand. But man, it's like... <laughs> I mean, I get it. We Cut all some want to some be slack. back to normal, yeah, but exactly. you might have to do a year, maybe two years of not normal so that we can be normal going forward. And I feel like a couple of years out of the next 30, 40, however many people have left in life, you know, is not that big of a deal. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, yeah. Yes and no. Yes in and no. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, okay. Again, 99.9% survival rate for everybody below 70 and if you're above 70 it's you know 95 percent. i get it numbers are still high lots of cases lots of death but at some point let's actually objectively look at the science and try to figure out the best possible game plan going forward from that point i think the main bottom line of course we don't want anybody to die but i feel like when people use that as the argument that the whole point's being missed because no, the I issue agree. is this is a new disease that nobody knows about. So until we know about it, let's just stop. Spoiling. But all the doctors, well, however, t- it affects. But people, all the doctors you know have I mean? told us. But in, let me play counterpoint. All the doctors have told us we now understand this virus. Do we though? That, Completely. That's my question. Do we? Don't we? I don't know. So I'm not a disease expert or a virologist, but I just feel like nothing's fully understood in the in six months or seven months no, or I, however long I, 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 I agree with you 100% I agree with you 100% so uh, out here in Oregon forecast remains the same we're stuck in the inversion temperatures today we'll be lucky to get above into the mid 40s uh, like I said temperatures right now it's like the upper 30s which is freaking cold and it's fake cold and uh-huh. it's not going to do anything for me and it sucks so uh, we stay in the inversion for a couple days. Maybe a slight chance of showers come through Tuesday or Wednesday. Maybe stir up the atmosphere a little bit, but um, we're kind of high and dry, and it's kind of boring. Just you know, slight chances of showers here and there uh, on some of the other forecasts. But man, it's just it's boring. Long range charts are 
bleak, no cold outbreaks, just temperatures in the 40s and just staying there. Which is just so weird. I just feel like this whole year, it's either been nothing's happening or we're having like crazy events right. like ice storms and derechos and stuff like that. You know, it's never just like, oh, hey, there's some like thunderstorm action or, you know, New York is getting a tornado or right. it's and, just like one end of the spectrum or the other. And I love how people speed in New York tornadoes. I love how people forget, oh, my gosh, it's 2020. That means, you know, New York's in, guys get New, New York gets tornadoes all the time. All the time. Yeah, they do. It's true. So. They do. It's, it is weird a little bit to see them, especially like going through like sure a major city area. But, no, you know, I, I mean, but it happens. True. I mean, we finally had a major tornado go through. You know, we had one go through Nashville this year. We had one earlier in the year um, just miss parts of North Dallas. So tornadoes do Gosh. hit metropolitan areas. You know, I know that is a uh, what's what's the uh, urban legend that they don't. But. Yeah, the concrete, supposedly, and the tall buildings stop them. And... Yeah, no. <laughs> Examples 1A, 1B, 1C. Nashville, <laughs> New York, Dallas. Boom. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's a pretty good, like, spectrum, you know, all the way from the north to, oh, agreed. The, to the south. Agreed. So, yeah, that's a good From the window there. to the window to the wall. Yes. Um <laughs> From the window to the wall. There we Boom. go. Boom. There we go. Tornado action. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Well, Bonnie, hopefully we will have some more interesting weather to discuss next week. Not a whole lot happening, but that's okay. Um, make sure you guys interact with us podcast or interact with us on the podcast on our Twitter page at Weather Podcast. Um, we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash B Squared Weather. Um, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. And like I said, hopefully something interesting to happen but please let me and bonnie be the first to wish you guys a happy thanksgiving we hope you are able to spend some time with those you love either in person safely or virtually preferred and uh yeah we will get through this uh as we just continue to uh navigate the stream of life yeah it'll be weird but you know what still try to enjoy it enjoy what you can enjoy the food enjoy watching football yes like try to look at the things going on this Thanksgiving holiday, not the bad. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. And as we wind down 2020, we are counting down the days till 2021 because clearly that will be a much better year. Right. It's the switch is just going to flip. Yep. Can't wait. Right first. We'll Can't see. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will talk to you guys next week. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And we will, like I said, talk to you guys next week. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>